about this time. Strap yourselves in. Let's take you on this ride with Next Legacy. We a radio station for the people. Providing hella heat. Let's get to it. Next Legacy Radio, we're coming through your room Interviews on deck with guests listening to Hashtag and imagine if it was you What's happening, we packing with people coming through How about you? Lace it up, we ready, providing hella heat Turned up, we racing to it, track me Y'all ready for this journey of a lifetime This Next Legacy agent just like fine wine Tune in NextLegacy.com Getting you ready for this interview. Let's get to it. Radio station for the people. Yeah. We got hella heat. We got hella heat. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. This is Next Legacy Sports. I'm branded alongside Denia Jor, and we have a beautiful guest, Nevada Storm Reppin. Yes. Athlete of the wonderful Women's Football League. Miss Sarah's in the house, and I appreciate you for hanging out with us. How's it going tonight? Uh, going pretty well, you know, just relaxing on this uh, Saturday evening. We had practice earlier today. It was a great day for it, so... Yeah. So I want I want the listeners and myself and, and Danielle included to get to know you a little bit. So I would love to see not just the position you are currently playing right now for the storm, but how'd you get started playing football? Um, well, so growing up, I actually didn't play any sports. I grew up as a dancer. I did everything from ballet and jazz, tap, um, all of that. Um, I did a lot of showgirl stuff, and when I um, graduated high school, one of my teachers was like, hey, there's this, you know, women's football team, you should try out for it. And I was like, no thanks, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one day I went to the tryouts, I, you know, finally brought myself to it, and I was really, really excited. And ever since then, you know, it's it's been a huge part of my life. <laughs> what position are you playing right now for the Storm? So this year I'll be a running back and outside linebacker. You know, it's it's interesting hearing you say this when you, you have not, not just not playing football or haven't played football before, but you said no sports whatsoever. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, I mean, my senior year, so I went to a school that didn't have athletics, and my senior year of high school, I ran track for the school that I was zoned for, but mm -hmm. even at that, I only went to track practice once a week. <laughs> okay. So that's the extent of my, you know, sports background. But but, but that's cool, though, because you, you picked up football apparently pretty quickly, Um was there like a a an, an awkward moment as you're trying to learn the sport that you're like, I don't know what's going on here. Somebody got to help me out or you, oh, you were able to get goodness. it pretty quick? Yeah, no. Um, if you see me um, now and the knowledge that I have now, you never would have guessed like how it was my first year. I wow. I didn't know the difference between offense and defense. I didn't know 
anything. Um, it was pretty embarrassing when I was at practice and, you know, they would tell you to like run a hitch or like do a down block. And I had no idea what those things were. I didn't know mm -hmm. the difference. I didn't know, but um, I feel like the strategy of the game started to pick up really well for me. And then all of the extra, you know, technique and um, that kind of stuff came later. See, that's a testimony to you though, Sarah, because you were a quick study then, because I know some people who knows about football, but they don't know, and they, they've been watching it, but still don't know it and or understand it. And that's years. So yeah, you were able definitely. to pick it up fairly quick. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what, what intrigued you about running back though? Um, I like that position. I like being able to make quick decisions and run through people. So, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> okay. Okay. And as far as your linebacking, uh, you know, playing that dual role as well. So, you know, I, I, I'm taking it because you, you mentioned track. So that means you're pretty fast and you like to hit. Yeah. Um, again, so then on defense, that's really great too. It comes in, uh, comes in handy. And I think my dance background helps me stay light on my feet. So, um, yeah, I like I like playing on defense too, being able to react and go make some stops. <laughs> okay. Danielle. It was funny. I was just telling uh Charles about that. I was like, I was like, oh, she's a dancer. Oh, that's what's helping her. Right. That's what we were gonna talk to you about. <laughs> Absolutely. Because people don't understand when you're a dancer, you have to be so athletic, you have to be light on your feet and you have to have that power. Exactly, exactly. You know, what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to women's football? Well, the first thing that I always get asked is, is it real football? <laughs> do you wear pads or is it lingerie? And so I think when people think of women's football, they don't see it as a high caliber sport. They don't see it as um, something with real athletes, you know, and um, it's really not that at all. We have very talented people, very athletic people. It's exactly what you would expect regular football to be. It is regular football. And I think that's something that people just don't understand. I think that, uh, especially for, for me, from a guy's perspective, it's funny that you mention that. A lot of people will throw out the lingerie. They will throw out the, like you said, is it real? Um, mm -hmm. But I, what, I, what, 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 it, what intrigues me is, is people with the misconceptions or even just the talk about it as they get to know it and they watch you all play, I think some people are realizing that not only is it real, these women are skilled, like they're skilled yeah. in more than some men too. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's intriguing that you get that reaction, but also I think the realization when they really get to know exactly the league in itself, mm -hmm. they're finding out that, oh yeah, these are some dope women that can actually put on some pads and play. Exactly. Exactly. Danielle. What would you say is your main motivation when you're in that time and you're not feeling 
so good when it comes to your team? Um, I, what helps keep me motivated is I really want to better myself and I really like the challenge that football brings to me. And so I just need to keep reminding myself that this is um, a challenge for me to overcome. And when I'm not feeling so motivated, that's just another challenge for me to overcome. And so yeah. I try to help use that to fuel when I'm at practice or in games and that kind of stuff. We're gonna, we're gonna go back to football in a minute, but tell me a little bit about dance. Um, we went on your social media. We saw some, you know, we saw some, some, some pictures and things like that as far as just your dancing background. So, as people are getting to know you, not just part of a women's football league, but they're getting to know the athlete that is Sarah. Tell us a little bit about your dance background. How did you get started doing that? Um. So when I was younger, I started dancing when I was eight, which is a little bit on the older side for when you start dance. Um, I actually wanted to be a gymnast, but that didn't end up happening. So I started dance and um, I really fell in love with it. I started just one class a week. And then as the years went on, I started taking, you know, three, four, five classes a week. And then it turned into, I was always at the dance studio seven days a week, you know, 15 hour, 15, 20 hours a week doing multiple shows, competitions, just all of that. Um, I haven't been dancing as much recently because I have, you know, work and with football, it makes it difficult, but I still manage to find at least one show a year that I can participate in. And so I just had cool. one in December and that was a lot of fun. I used to do that one every year for 10 years. So oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, the fact that you still will, you know, add it to your life is important. I think it gives a balance, too. I mean, because of work, like you said, because of football that you said, um, to find mm -hmm. something that you still have passion for that you've been doing since you were younger is pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool. So um, you mentioned ballet. Um, what other type of dance is there that you've done before that you love doing or is ballet your number one? Um, I would say that ballet is probably my favorite style. I wouldn't necessarily say it's my strength, not that it's a weakness, but um, the show that I did just recently was actually a tap style. It was okay. more of like what you would see from the New York City Rockets. Mm -hmm. It was that style, um, but I've done everything in between. Um, when I would compete a lot of times we would do more of like a jazz style a lyrical style um i would compete tap sometimes and yeah okay danielle so give me one of your favorite moments from being on stage and one of your favorite moments from being on the field i would say that they're actually pretty similar i mean my favorite part of dance was the performing, being on stage, having the people there um, to watch you and enjoy. I love being the entertainer. Um, and so, you know, there was this moment pretty recently when I was on stage and right at the end, you know, you do your final pose, the music stops and everybody starts clapping. And it's just 
there's something about being on that stage with the lights and seeing all of the people in the audience that it just fills me with so much joy that I know that being in front of people is what I was meant to do. And then being on the football field, pretty similar after, you know, scoring a touchdown or making a really great stop on defense and having the people there excited and cheering and watching. It's another, you know, very similar feeling for me. And that's what I enjoy about being on the football field. <laughs> it's a thrill. I think, you know, um, just playing, um, I've never danced or danced professionally like that. Uh, and plus you wouldn't want to see me do that either, okay. but um, it just playing. I played college, but it's, it's, it's a whole different deal when you do hear that crowd when you make a play or a stop or something like that. It's a whole different kind of adrenaline mm -hmm. that does flow in you that that's, uh, you know, you, you can't you can't beat that feeling at all. Um, since coming with onto the storm and, and the storm has a, a good history, they, they've been winning some championships. They have some good athletic history as far as the locker room come you know just the atmosphere and things like that and just kind of like a winning culture so when yeah. you came in was it you know and I'm, I'm hearing the different things that i'm hearing from the athletes and the head coach family unit um everyone's really close um we're learning more about each other as we go there's a humble nature to your flow um did you sense that when you first came on the team yeah um so i joined the team in 2018 that was my first season and I felt very welcomed by everybody um, from the coaching staff, from the players. I felt like this was a place that I wanted to be. Um, even now, you know, some of my closest best friends have come from the team. And um, so I definitely think after having joined that, yes, it, it is a family to me. Um, so. Cool. Cool. Danielle, go ahead. You know, I think the one thing, because uh, we just spoke so well, I think the one thing that really stood out to me was how she talked about how you how you all protect each other. Yeah. And so what do you think what makes, um, with that situation, makes you all stand out from other teams? Um, well, so I don't know how other teams dynamics really work but i do know that other teams especially the ones from the big cities you know i don't know how close they all are that they have players coming from different uh cities or different states even they have people coming from all over to come and play for them whereas here you know we're a pretty small city we have run into each other outside of the team before. We all know each other. And I think that really helps is the dynamic of our city itself and how it translates to our team. So who's who's the most vocal of the team? Who is the prankster of the team? And who is the more high strung meaning get come game time you have to literally like hold her for a second and be like calm down we're gonna get through this this game <laughs> i need you to focus what are yeah. those three people who are those three people or should i say is one of those three people 
you? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I would say that the vocal um, one, the one who really takes lead in charge, definitely our quarterback, Mo. She's always the one there uniting people, bringing people together, especially when there is a conflict between players. Sometimes that happens, you know, whatever. But she's definitely always the one there to help mediate and bring us all back together, remind us what we're here for, what we're playing for. Um, uh, the jokester of the team, I would definitely say is probably <clears throat> uh, number 21, JJ. She's one of our best friends. She's always out there pranking people, trying to scare people. Um, definitely a jokester, love her a lot. Um, as for the last one, kind of more of like a hothead, um, I would say sometimes that could be me. Okay. okay. Um, I've got, sometimes I get kind of heated in the moment and I need, you know, people like Mo to come be like, calm down. It'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I mean, can you name a moment where you were like that, where you were so active or, or wound up to the point where Mo need to come in and just kind of, you know, Relax, Sarah. We got this. Oh, my goodness. My first year, we were playing in Houston, and I had my hair in braids. It was the first time I ever had my hair braided for a game. And a girl pulled me by my braid and pulled oh. me to the ground. Oh. Oh, oh, I was so heated. I was so mad. So I would say that was probably um, a pretty, pretty hot moment for me. But we got through it. We came back, and it was okay. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, it's funny. I play a contact sport, but I really don't like being touched. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, there are times when I, I get tackled to the ground, and you know, even my own teammates come over to try to help me up, and I just have to tell them, "Don't touch me. <laughs> I don't want to be touched." Hey, but Sarah, I get it because you know what? I hear from like other athletes. I remember um, hearing something, and, and it's NFL. So I remember hearing something from Jerry Rice. He would always say that. When he catches the ball, he always would run scared because he did not want to get tackled or hit, blah, blah, blah. So I get it, especially with you being a running back. Ooh, mm. that's tough because when you get the ball, you got everybody after you, right? So, yeah. you know, and also says the woman who plays on defense that actually hits people too. So, yeah, I, I, I don't mind the hitting part necessarily. I think it's more so the like after, you know. So makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say would be your advice to young girls who are watching you play and, and, and think they might want to get involved? Um, I would say that if you have any interest, any thoughts at all of doing it, just do it. I mean, especially someone like me who has absolutely no football knowledge, no sports knowledge. You know, if you just put yourself out there, you never know what could happen, right? Like, I feel like if I hadn't gone that day, I wouldn't be as successful as I am now. And this is coming from someone who has no experience. And now I really love it. I have a large group of people that I consider some of my closest friends. It's a family. It's more than just the sport. And so if there's any girl or woman out there who 
is even considering the thought of joining the team or trying out to just go for it, do it. You you might surprise yourself because I know that I did. I think it's super important, especially, um, you know, for young women out there who are inspired um, and maybe inspired by what you're saying now, because they're probably going to go to their local city or state and figure out, you know, is there a women's league here that I can be a part of or something to that nature. Um, but also, you know, I have a I have a daughter that's 20 right now. And, you know, listening to women like you and we talked to Mo and others before. Um, and it's cool to be able to see that, but also hear that as well, because I'm sure, you know, when you're at practice, you're probably running to young girls that's out there as well. Mm-hmm. And they're watching you all practice and play. And it's pretty cool that they can be inspired to be the next Sarah or the next Mo or whoever else that they're intrigued by as far as what their skills are on the field. And it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Danielle. Yes. You know, and that's, what's so important when, you know, when it comes to, to young girls um, and being able to have those, those inspirations. I think the one thing I love about your team is that you talk the, the one one of the missions is to inspire women and to inspire discipline. Mm-hmm. So, who would you think? Who would you say in the team definitely embodies um, the mission of the team? Um, you know, I think that. Again, Mo, our quarterback, is she's just such an inspirational and influential person. And I really think that she is that person for the team. Um, she's always out there advocating for everyone and for everything and, you know, other women out there. And this idea of, you know, the discipline and this is for everyone. She's dedicated and all of that. Love it. I love it. I think it's cool that um, I know we mentioned and we talked about just the importance of the women's league and how it inspires others. But um, when you first joined, what was the uh, in addition to, you know, what were people saying as far as just, you know, not the skepticism or whatnot, but the fact that you started in 18 and you're still playing now, now that they've had a chance to really kind of see you absorb a few seasons in. Um, what what has been the conversation and the talk now? Has it gone from, wow, I didn't know anything about that to, you know, whatever, you know, they thought that it was to now it's like, oh, wow, this is really a, a, a big thing. Yeah. Um, when I tell people that I play football now, it's less of, you know, oh, well, do you wear pads? Do you wear helmets? It's and more of, oh, where can I watch a game? How yeah. can I be involved? you know, that kind of stuff, which is great. Um, I think that we are really building our fan base and getting the community involved more, which is, I think, you know, one of the better things to have happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I and I and I was telling, you know, not just Coach Garza um, and, and anybody that we've been interviewing over the last couple of weeks, I just think it's cool. I've never experienced a women's game. So this April, when you guys start, 
I'm I'm there. I have to be. I mean, I'm in the Bay Area, so it's nothing but an hour flight to come out and oh, let's go. See, you know what I mean. But the yeah. cool thing about it is, you know, just the experience, just everything that we would normally see in like NFL or IFL or XFL or whatever, mm-hmm. to be able to see that on a women's on a women's level, and I think it's excellent. And um, with everything that you said, as far as your bio how you've gotten to be where you are right now, where you're headed in general. What else do you see yourself doing in addition to the different things that you're doing right now? Um, well, I currently work as an elementary science teacher and um, I've been really enjoying that. I love science. That's my background. I have my degree in physics actually. And so for future, I hope that I can do more with my physics degree and get more involved with, um, you know, laboratory science and that kind of stuff. Cool. I love it, though. Teacher by day. Gridiron, football, running back, linebacker by night. Yep. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Go ahead, Danielle. So right before you're ready to go out onto the field, what is in your playlist? Ooh, what is in my playlist? I don't I don't really listen to music right before. Um, we in the locker room usually have stuff playing. I personally really enjoy rock music. So okay. um, I would definitely say that I would use that to get me pumped up. Um, before a game, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> so rock music, who's a, who's, who's, who's what, what group, what, what band, what's up? Um, well, one of my favorite bands is Shine Down. They actually came to Reno um, last year. I got to see them. I've seen them in concert twice. They're one of my favorite bands. You got me on the spot, so now I can't think of any others. <laughs> <laughs> always um, happens. It always happens. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, classic. No, I love it though grace, because you get you get grace. like some people can get an edge when they come out in the locker room. I was looking at uh, you know, some games and stuff like that. And I know as a group, some people may come out to theme music or whatever the case may be. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know some people have their own specific way of hyping themselves up, so to speak. Right. So, you know, it's kind of cool that you have your own in your own lane, too. So, Sarah, as we get ready to wrap it up, a couple of more questions. One question I have, uh, Denia said and asked about what's in your playlist. Um, I'm going to ask another one. And what is in addition to everything that you are doing? What is do you have another hobby um, and can you fit that in your busy schedule right now as far as that goes? So do you have a current hobby, though? Um, I like to play video games sometimes. I'm not a huge gamer. That's not <laughs> at all what I'm saying. But I, I do like to play video games. You know, I've got a Switch that I play. And What, what are you playing right now? Oh, well, I love Mortal Kombat. <laughs> hey, okay. So, I like okay. to play um, it's been a little difficult to get on and play with how busy, you know, practice is. We go pretty late at night and then I'm at school the next morning. But um, when I get chance to, I like to play. 
uh mortal combat um it's always been a throwback um yeah i always it like you it's it's just like you know once you pick it up though it's kind of like all right an hour later and then you you kind of have to hype yourself to put it back down but then when you do it it's it's kind of like a tug of war like once you but once you start though Mm -hmm. it's different it's different so you know in mortal kombat i just love like finishing moves and everything else that comes with it come on sarah you already know that's 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 always been uh a favorite what what, what's your favorite person that you play with oh well come on scorpion hey that's my girl that's what's up okay yeah i love him okay Um, yeah that is cool that is cool um and finally, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it in your hands, and I want you to definitely shout out who you need to shout out. Direct traffic to your your social media and everything else that you have going on, and also I just want people to get to know you as well. So please shout out the world, give out names, and then tell people where to go on your uh, social media status as well. Cool. Um, well, definitely shout out my mom. Um, she's been you know my biggest support through all of this. She's been there every step of the way, all of my games. Um, she's come into our away games and I'm just very thankful to have her and her support um, through the years with football and dance and everything else that you know I take on. Um, if you wanna get to know me more, you can check out my Instagram. My Instagram handle is Hey Sarah is Cooking. Um, I'm not on Twitter very much, Facebook, you know, just Sarah Colangelo, yeah. Hey, Sarah, it's cooking. How did you get that handle? Oh, boy. I mean, I made it when I was, you know, 13 or whatever. And uh, (laughs) my friend and I thought we were starting something by calling things cooking. So, you you know, Sarah's cooking. That's that's how it came. Hey, <laughs> and listen, I've never you can it. still hey hey Sarah, you can still have it in in football terms because what's wrong with running back Sarah cooking when she busts through the line hey, for a right. touchdown, right? <laughs> so you know you could like I know the Rock has that head, you know what the Rock is cooking. Hey, see how come they can't be Sarah on the football field that's cooking too? Exactly, you get me. See, <laughs> I get you. I get you. I get you. Now, listen, uh, Danielle, go ahead and do your your closing thank yous before I give her mine. No, absolutely. It was such a pleasure to get to meet you. I cannot wait to get to meet you guys in person. The energy from from everyone that we've interviewed has been absolutely amazing. So thank you so much. I'm a- I'm gonna have to do a theme song for uh Sarah though, because she got hey, hey, you know, listen, if Sarah's cooking, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hook her up with one or something. <laughs> I have to come Thanks. up with a nice little theme song for Sarah. So we gotta let the world know she's cooking. Listen, you could even cook being a linebacker too. How many sacks you could have? That's hot. How many tackles for loss? That's hot too. Yep, yep. That's hot. And if it's hot, what is it? You cooking it though? I'm just saying. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things we can go with this, Sarah. I'm just saying. Stick with me. Watch. We're not done with this whole interview life that we have. So we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna oh, figure yeah. it out. I see. But in the it. meantime, keep that. Don't change that. But bigger than that, though, as we close, not only do I appreciate you. Um, you know what I'm saying. Uh, from a male's perspective, but also you're giving so much light to a lot of young ladies. Um, 
and young lady athletes that is tr trying to figure it out because of you and because of what you're doing currently right now. So um, that goes a long way because I would rather see I'm going there. I, I'd rather see the, the women be inspired by this than something else that's not going to mean anything and matter. That's super hollow. That doesn't that doesn't have their own stamp of approval that they can wake up saying that, hey, you know what? I'm my best self being an athlete, you know, practicing, putting in that work, being determined to be bigger than what they are right now. And I think, you know, you're you're definitely on that role model path when it comes to that, too. So, you know, it's a good thing. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, you're cooking, girl. You're doing it. There is cooking. <laughs> right. That's right. Sarah, I appreciate it. On behalf of Next Legacy Sports, um, everybody as well. Y'all see it on the thing. NevadaStormFootball.com is the website as well. Um, listen, this team, this team is, I'm, I'm already talking to a few of y'all. Y'all just coming off real special. So come April, I'm just hoping that I get to see it unfold in person, live, the greatness that is the Nevada Storm. Ooh, I'm just ready. Saying. <laughs> just saying. Sarah, I appreciate it, dear. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this. This was awesome. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, you're cooking. You got this. <laughs> <laughs>